Comic Book Day. And thank you to Bad Mary for that too sweet play-in. Welcome all you four color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, Chapter 2, Episode 22. Two topics, 60 minutes for the people. Of course, I'm John Rivera, the CEO and co-founder of U.S. Comics, Charmed, I'm sure. And that makes me your hybrid panda, the COO of U.S. Comics, the co-founder and your co-host for the most electrifying podcast in all of the multiverse, Charlie Boom Boom Rivera. What Charlie, is cooking, my dropping dude? Dropping hints and Easter eggs and burying leads right and left. Burying leads like he was in the back seat. Of uh, Henry Hill's car, and a certain <laughs> somebody was in the trunk. Hey, you want a leg or a wing, Charlie? Dude, what's up, kid? Happy Comic Book Day! Happy Comic Book Day to you, my friend. Uh, Thank you, you know sir. what? I'm uh, I'm flying high. Uh, a lot of great comments Dude. off of last week. We have to take you to uh, uh we got to take you to uh, the clinic again. Come on, brother. Not, getting the, pricey. not the weird cheap one you guys keep sending oh, me to. Oh, I want to go to them, one of them Hollywood rehabs. No, man, I'm doing absolutely fantastic. I'm still Good. pumped about Highlander, but I spent the better part of my week arguing with people on Twitter because they were like, we don't need another reboot. I'm like, yes, we do. I just kept dropping the video on everyone. I'm like, watch this and be educated on why <laughs> Highlander with Henry Cavill will rip. And it will rip, I assure you. Yeah, you know, I uh, I don't have any doubts. But it's interesting that you mentioned it, almost like we planned this. Um, there's been news flying around uh, recently. Yeah, there so uh, there, there are certain shows, uh, certain movies, certain adaptations, Highlander being amongst them, that I'm very much looking forward to. But there always, you know, there always runs the risk of disappointment. And uh, one such project... Uh, it came to my attention. Uh, one such project that I was super excited about when it was finally released, man, was that a Thanksgiving Just... late night wet fart? We like, oh, oh, a little too much gravy on that one. Um, Terrible. I just caught wind of that wet fart. I just caught wind of the fact that Jupiter's legacy has been canceled uh... by Netflix. Now, look, you know, uh, I feel like a lot of people, obviously, a lot of people were, in, you know, in, in my camp in terms of, like, their disappointment, reception. The, the Wild reception disappointment that of that cosplay horseshit that <laughs> I managed tears. to enjoy. Oof, my goof. That was work. That was one of those times I was like, I will fucking like you, whether you're good or not. It was every relationship I had in high school and college. Rest in peace, the 23 Stephanies that I committed parts of my life to. Sorry, ladies. You know I still like, love I'm to not- I'm just watching this show to raise my profile as I'm walking to classes. But Can we make out at the locker? Jupiter's legacy. You know, my big fear, my, my fear is, of course, that like that property is now- gonna oh. sit it's just gonna like no collect no, no. dust because they they specifically noted that uh it's like it's canceled for shizzle but it's not like it wasn't taken behind the shed shot into the <laughs> back of the head old yellow style no they're, they're rework i think that was the 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 the, the um the corporate term we're gonna try to we're gonna try to de-shitty 
this amazing property. Well, like, how fucking hard is it? You take source material, you make it. Like, it's fucking the greatest look, uh, setup ever. If if anyone can show you how it's done, Marvel can show you how it's done. I mean, the 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 poor Eternals. It's a good thing the Eternals never die. Because they're like, mm, no, that sucked. Let's do that shit again, yo. They they <laughs> were like, they're, they're they're completely just pretending like it didn't fuck. They're pulling like a, a Darren on Bewitched. We're like, wait, wait a minute. The, the, these guys don't look the same. Like, no, no, it's the same. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's it's the same. Everyone, shut your mouths. Uh, the well, what's what's funny though is in the in the land in the house of Mouse. As it were, now that Gina Cardino's out, I think that's how you say her name. Now that she's out of the Star Wars universe because she was, you know, questionable on Twitter, they're like, "Fuck that whole show!" Like we're putting that entire show oh, that the, uh... they're like, "We're gonna re, we're gonna rework that." Went behind the shed, put a nice fucking bullet in its head. That like, thing no, is we're dead. Gonna, we're taking that show uh, up to like the, uh, there's a there's a farm up in the uh, <laughs> upstate. If the show can run around and you know it'll be really happy it's gonna have other star wars shows that it can play gonna, with and it's gonna be with be that happy it's gonna be with that awesome video game that never got made but it like was all the way fucking produced they're like nah it's too good we're not doing that we're still ea yeah no like um, uh <laughs> sorry i'm getting messages um no worries is yeah, it all just no. like god well, your brother looks so good on this amazing show and i'm like no this is john you're trying to text charlie i think um no yeah well even even that like uh, you know basically the way that i read it and maybe it's my optimistic stupid nature yeah um, but it was like it was just that like it wasn't currently being it wasn't currently in development meaning that like <laughs> Which it's is the really nice, yeah, but it is though, because a big part of making a show is money plus script plus cast plus cameras. And they were like, we're just not gonna get any more scripts, people, cameras. Uh, and also we've burnt the old scripts and props. Uh that shit's dead as uh, a doorknob. You think uh, no, I, I I bet we still see it. It might look different. It might not have do I, the same characters that we thought it was going to have. Is the question going to be, I, I is there going to be another Star Wars show? Sure. And I hope it stars a muscular. No, no, specifically the Rangers of the New Republic. I think I it's, it's, it's going to be, will, yeah. But the Power Rangers will, of the New Republic are more don't likely. Forget, <laughs> don't forget, Filoni is like in charge now. So That's true. What my little nerdy son of a bitch says goes that's accurate the the big ridiculous news though at least for me was the the fucking warner brothers acquisition oh yeah like I, see i keep calling these, it an acquisition because i commercial corporate terms dude it's a it's a merger it's a i merger. feel like that's when two people get married and then like they take a last name that only one of them started with but, like it's a merger that's right that's right. Second class Except citizens. That in this case, they're just literally taking both of the names and just smashing it together. Oh like, my god! What smashing it together like Princess Vespa doll and Dark Helmet doll. Like, yeah. Uh, I told you to now. knock before you came in here. The fucking lack of clever naming is already upsetting. Well, okay, I mean... so Warner Brothers and Discovery are joining up. What should we call it? The first guy drunk from a fucking night of party and goes, how about Warner Brothers Discovery? <laughs> and they said yes. Not Greenland. even. It wasn't even a suggestion. Like They're like, oh, so what are we going to call 
the new Warner Brothers Discovery Company. And he was like doodling. He was drawing like Princess Leia naked. He was like, um, Warner Brothers Discovery? They're like, oh, shit. That's a great idea. He's like, I, I was just. Brand recognition. My favorite part is their catchphrase, their tagline with their old timey font that they were like, remember when stuff was good and optimism existed? And I was like, no, motherfucker. I seen Superman 4. Optimism died when I was a child. Uh, the stuff that dreams are made of. This shit might be a pyramid scheme. That sounds just corny enough yeah. to be bullshit. Warner Brothers Discovery. This first of all, my dreams are made out of stuff I can't mention on the podcast. Uh, you know, it's just <laughs> it's just cold blooded. Um, no, but sincerely, for me, this kind of new day brings up way more questions than it does like excitement. Like I no oh, longer absolutely. have the ability. This is not like when Marvel was picked up by Mickey. It wasn't, it, it wasn't like uh, this, this, I don't read as good news. It's just news. So like right really? out of the gate, okay. my big fear is what's going to happen with the comics. Okay, that's okay. like, that's my, what do you, do you think anything, do you think we're living in a world where you like, you would go to your comic shop and not see DC proper? No, I don't. I don't. I, I mean, there, there, and there's a few reasons for that. Like just the. The, the very boring business acumen about it is that co uh, DC Comics, uh, paper and digital, they do sell, right? So that's not part of, like, the business structure that's um, uh, in trouble, so to speak. The way that I read it, it was really just the media, right? So so uh, in their acquisition, I, I am optimistic about it. I'm ca cautiously optimistic about it because, again, I feel that the – comic books themselves are not going to be, you know, they're, they're the baby in the proverbial bathwater, so to speak. And it's more so on the creative, uh, um, you know, visuals and the, the movies and, and TV and well, what do you, uh, let, whatever they come up with. Let me refer, let me, let me throw out something. Cause it's something I read on Just the heels. Right out. I'm going to throw it out like that dirty baby with its bathwater. Um, I, I was reading that some people or some analysts or some insiders are now suddenly concerned with both Marvel and DC going into the world of the multiverse. Suddenly mm. this talk has reemerged about brand confusion. So there's some people that are saying kind of the only way for the DC films to really get momentum behind them is mm. to get rid of the current TV product, because it's been around long enough. It has a legacy. They're talking about Flash might be wrapping up because, again, no one, for the most part, no one but me and probably you would want to be on a show for 15, 20 years. Like, mm -hmm. but I would. Like, you need a new fat vibe. Call me. I'll be like, nah, I want to direct. There are other passion projects that I want to be involved I with. would want to direct my own show because I would want <laughs> like a show just where I'm like not in it a lot, but I still you show up to get my full rate. That one like a uh, behind the scenes commentary <laughs> like Charlie actually directed this episode. And, and like you could tell because the camera's all shaky. Be like he insisted upon no crew. He duct tape a boom mic to himself. Uh, do you, do, what do you think, do you think there's any legs to that? I know you're no. not the big 
biggest uh, TV fan of the DC product, but it's impossible no, DC, to argue its uh, popularity is immense. It's it's uh, again, it's all relative though, because across the board, because there's so much material out there to consume, uh, ratings are they're not like what they what they yeah, yeah. were. You know, you get a million people. 10, there's parades being thrown. Of course. So, like, it's popular relatively, right? You know, you have streaming services, which are under no obligation to even tell you how many people actually watch the damn thing. And if you're Netflix, they're like, nah, we're not telling you shit. Or they're like, it was really good, bro. I love well, that Bobby Bottle Service. Nah, just trust us. Bobby Bottle really Service good. is in charge of all streaming services. Yeah. Well, honestly, he he might be the mouthpiece for <laughs> like uh for viewership. To like, I just get any fucking dumb dumb that you come across. Like, hey, Bobby, you got something? They asked for you by name. Um, so yeah, yeah. Ultimately, honestly, I think that it's gonna be much to do about nothing. I think. Oh, that's really a, that's not. a shame though. That's well, bad. Like you, it depends. You, like... It depends. Uh, it's bad in terms of there are people out there who shall rename, remain nameless, <laughs> Charlie Rivera, who want DC as much as they uh, poo-poo the Marvel product. They want DC. That that. That person who's wearing a blue shirt and glasses and shirt that says Hyperband on it, they want DC to do what Marvel's doing, to have this long-form storytelling God, across, yes, I do. across decades of time. And um, you would think that something like this would make that process more possible because obviously with what DC has done uh, prior to this in the movie theaters – it's just not possible. It, it, it's obvious that they were trying to do that, but it was there was a misstep. To be kind, um, <laughs> yeah, they, they, they just misstep. It, again, they misstep right up the fucking cliff and like yeah, and ended up in the fucking real. Yeah, it just it has always struck me as like it's just such an elephant in the room that you have Marvel doing so well hmm. and DC's like. You know, people, people, rightfully, in my opinion, didn't like uh, Bloodshot. Like that was a huge disappointment. Oh, it was supposed to launch uh, the the Valiant cinematic universe, and th- it's just such a, a a a misstep. It's such a bit of a fumble that you're like, oh shit, the other team got to score all over Valiant, but it was like small enough. With DC, it feels a lot like the 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 little giants like a peewee team is playing the actual giants and it's like 163 to zero and it's just like oh but the first wonder woman was great and it's just like oh my god and part of me wants like someone like tony khan and the khan family to buy like the the to, to buy now warner brothers discovery just so that they can be like we're starting we're gonna do a thing in order and we'll we'll adjust as necessary but not i don't know man this patchwork system even with the multiverse it just scares the absolute hell out of me but again here here we are in 2021 right we've been getting this this content piecemeal anyway yeah. All right. So when so when uh when when uh Superman the movie comes out, there it wasn't um it didn't require an extended universe in order to be awesome. 
the Michael Keaton Batman movie, when it came out, it didn't require all these other things. Now, that being said, even the Marvel movies that, that came out pre um kind of pre this uh, cinematic dominance yeah yeah um, blade those movies also didn't require anything extended i'll give you even something more recent deadpool right yeah. so deadpool came out as like just deadpool was that baby that swung himself or herself out of the universe just clinging on like bit uh bit that shit with his teeth Started running around, smacked the doctor's ass, and then smacked him in the face for looking at him naked. Like Deadpool hit the ground literally running and didn't require anything from anybody else. And the matter of fact, they're like, you know what? I'm gonna take this fucking mutant and I'm gonna take that shit. And and just did, you know, kind of just did what the character wanted to do. So I don't think that uh not having tentacles uh into the other parts of the storytelling. Uh, is a disservice. It's different, you know. It's different than than what Marvel is doing for certain. And if you love what Marvel is doing, this like long form storytelling, that's great because Marvel is going to keep on doing it. But it doesn't mean that any other properties that are out there that don't approach it that same exact way are anything less than. That's just you know my opinion. No, it's a good point. You know, I'm going to actually kick it to our comment section. We have a great uh, we have a great statement that I'm going to turn into a question. Let's see if you <laughs> agree with the John. I've always said you're a man of the people. Let's see if you agree with this person. Oh. So coming from our boy Stan, I think WB didn't really care about the DC property as a whole. They picked at it like a little kid who didn't want to eat everything on their dinner plate. I'm going to turn that into two points because one, I completely <laughs> agree with that I ideology and that sentiment uh, do you think that warner brother was always a little bit shy to kind of go beyond like batman superman and maybe that fear prevented them from like enjoying what a universe can become by adding in things because again you talk about a, a dc movies you can't say like they're all bad that's bullshit Chris Reeve and Superman, those two movies are still among a lot of people's absolute There's favorites. Standard. That's the, the, the standard. Batman and Batman Returns, still to this day, people have a cult-like love. And I think rightfully so. If it's a movie that resonates with you. The it, Dark Knight trilogy. Should. The Dark Knight trilogy, at any of these points you could have off the back of dark Knight instead of doing a film that kind of felt like it you could have been like batman 4 and fucking robin's here batman 4 and oh shit lois lane's a reporter like you could have at any point spun off of them proper why i'm gonna completely rephrase our comment section say all right do you do you think what do you think prevented them from fully embracing the universe they had access to until they saw Marvel you know, make a shit ton of money. It's it's conjecture at this point. Of course. But, it's the main um, thing we do here. There 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 are a few things, a, fa a few factors I, I think that contributed. Um most recently they they tried to do that because in much the same way that uh you know that uh, that a boy the other the other uh famous John J O N that's fooling around there um iron man was the was the the cornerstone it was like the it's what the entire marvel cinematic universe as we know it is based on 
So the movies that followed in very much the same uh, in very much the same way that uh, the Dark Knight trilogy did for DC affected how those movies looked, their pacing, their tone, um, everything that happened afterwards. And obviously, again, there's there's always going to be exceptions to the rule. But for the most part, Marvel movies used Iron Man as kind of like the standard. Right. Um, and and DC very much, in my opinion, attempted to do that with the Dark Knight trilogy. The problem is. The Dark Knight trilogy was conceived of as a trilogy. It was never intended to be extended upon. Matter of fact, um, our uh, the, the person whose name gets thrown around here more than uh, mine or yours, Zack Snyder, said as much that like he literally wanted his Superman to exist in the Dark Knight trilogy's world. And that that would be like the jumping off point which is like maybe the worst idea since Greedo shooting first. It's fucking terrible, terrible. So instead, because they were like, no, no, you're not allowed to do that, you, you music video maker. Um, but, you know, if you want to set the tone, the entire DC extended universe turn, tone to be that way, you can go ahead and do that. And while you're at it, you can use the Superman sequels to really be introductions to all these other characters who we're now going to build up towards a half-ass, half-baked Justice League movie, which nobody's going to like, no matter so which version. Am, am I just out of my fucking mind then? Is this yes. really just an example of like one very long, drawn-out miss? Am I just suffering from like Man of Steel wasn't what I wanted and it just kind of got worse? Minus... Yeah completely off shooting so that that makes a lot of sense but how often do you sit down to dinner you tie the napkin around your neck you're like ching 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 with a knife and fork and then you're like ready you order up from the menu oh i'm gonna have a superman i'm gonna have a batman i'm gonna have some wonder woman maybe even some flash and some uh you know uh, aquaman and then uh you get your appetizer the thing that's gonna kick it all off and it sucks it just disappoints you to no end where you're like well, it's a la carte. So <laughs> uh, I'm going to finish. And how often has it been like, well, that appetizer stunk on ice and the wine may have been bad, but you know what? The main course, that was great. That doesn't happen. No, right? it's they just, started it just down the keeps wrong getting path worse. And it got <laughs> rockier and rockier and rockier. But what I think is the, the, the direction that DC is going now in the uh, not requiring everything to be connected. Um, I think that that's going to suit them. And more to the point, I think that the, the Warner Brothers new situation, Warner Brothers Discovery, I think that what they've discovered, hey oh, Segway machine, what they've discovered is that it doesn't require uh, a Brady Bunch, everybody living in one house type of scenario for it to be entertaining. Fucking Joker. Joker is one of those movies, dark as shit. I'd rewatch it anytime that it's on. I really would. That's, you know, again, I don't think you can ask 
for much more than that. And again, you always have this beautiful bubble of multiverse. Like if you did have someone that you wanted to give a bite at the apple, perhaps two really good looking, but like one's fat and one's thin. We don't know any famous duos that were comprised of that sort of dynamic. One's this fucking loudmouth idiot. The other one's a suave motherfucker. I'm just saying like, maybe they're both wearing blue and have a cool podcast. As I, long I as just... I keep on being the the, the, the good version <laughs> and you're the doodle version, you can, this could be the whole show, bro. Fair enough. I'm cool with that. Uh, but you know what? If we kept if we kept going about the whole show as if I was the doodle version, we would be liars, yeah. just like one George Lucas. George Lucas, you son of a bitch, you're a liar. And why? Because Han shot first. Clink, clink, clinky. Knock it back. Oh, I should have mixed it with something. Oh, good Lord Almighty. I've taught this pandemic has gotten two good things have come uh, have come from it. I learned how to make an old fashioned and I learned how to make guacamole. Why don't I mix myself an old fashioned and sip that some of bitch like Don Draper? Instead, I come up with a shot that burns the butthole. (laughs) Son of a bitch. Coming and going. My dear brother, you are up first. Are you ready for me to start your time? You know what, Charlie? Do me and the and everyone watching and listening a big favor. Start my clock. I started, sir. All right. So it's uh it's fortuitous that you actually brought up the um the dueling uh DC and Marvel cinematic universes because in my uh, extreme boredom. Uh, I um I ended up doing a mini Marvel marathon, mostly because we were just talking about this before. There were certain things that I did want to uh, do around the place, but I didn't want to watch anything that like I kind of had to pay attention to. Well, I've well, seen... let the people know the heartbreaking. You hit me up and you're like, give me something oh, yeah. to watch, and I really <laughs> thought about it. I gave you different <laughs> options. Schematics. I, I literally like set out this beautiful. Red yarn i look like (laughs) i look like charlie day from fucking uh, it's always sunny just with the fucking smoking and you're just like haha i didn't listen to anything you just fucking said instead i'm gonna watch some shit i already love and clean up my goddamn apartment that's what you did with like your only monday off ever to be fair again i didn't clean the apartment because the apartment was clean from the day before (laughs) it was more like a rearranging uh, a rearranging of fair things. enough but but that being said i um i ended up uh putting it on right and then like every once in a while i'm like oh this moment let me catch this let me catch that and i actually got through a fair chunk of uh of flicks and um i'm like one of these guys that like i get once i get the flavor of something that's uh, that's what i'm all about so i actually started uh i picked up some some uh, digital back issues of Marvel comics that I hadn't picked up in a while. Nice. Like that maybe when they came around, I kind of skimmed through and I had one of those. What is it that Smee said in captain hooks uh, cabin? I had an apostrophe. <laughs> no, I had an epiphany and I, I realized that uh, Marvel has a lot of things going on. That that's, 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 that's to say the, the it's least. A busy dance card. And um, to say that one of the, the big differences, in my opinion, the biggest difference between Marvel and DC is that Marvel is 
got a wide cast. And DC's got a lot of characters, but like in reality, there's probably only maybe two dozen that, that matter, so to speak. Uh, Marvel's universe is actually even bigger than I realized because the fucking South Park universe is part of the Marvel universe. South Park what? exists no, it in doesn't. Marvel. What are you talking about? So uh, I- I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to end up posting links. So if anybody wants oh, to follow no. me, this will be, be similar to my uh, E.T. was a Jedi theory. But um, if you recall, during the most recent Skrull invasion, one of the things, like when the big reveal happened, uh-huh. they showed you like, yo, know, scrolls, scrolls are everywhere. Look, they're, they're this celebrity, this newscaster, this, and they kind of scatter a bunch of photos that are apparently of like celebrities in the Marvel you know, uh, world. And they're like, that's a scroll, this is a scroll, this, and secretly scrolls. One of the pictures that they throw out <laughs> is very fucking clearly Eric Cartman. So he's just sitting like, meh, meh, What? He's sitting there. He's sitting there, and it's clearly Eric Cartman. What do you so mean? What they're like they're a live him, action Eric Cartman? They no. It's, it's like straight action. up a cartoon. Again, it's 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 in the comic book, but it's so you have like these pictures of like oh newscaster, oh movie, you know, person out of the premiere. And then, like, it's one of the pictures that's under the other picture, so you don't see it complete. It's not like you know, uh, like uh, front and center obvious, but it's so obviously Eric Cartman, and it's drawn in the South Park style: big round eyes, oval head. I am uh, fucking Eric furious. Cartman. That Matt Parker and Trey Stone have well, grown their brand to the point where they have invaded <laughs> Disney by way of the Marvel comic books. Dude, they've Holy invaded shit. They, they just started a Comedy Central. Then they went, proceeded to take over movie musicals because uh, even Sondheim said that <laughs> Bigger Louder is like the, the best movie musical that he had seen in decades. Bigger he Longer. Took a, he took uh, took um they took Broadway over. Like they can literally do anything. So the fact that they're like, oh, you know, we're just gonna do our we're, shit. We're for also scrolls, which makes total sense for for Matt Stone. <laughs> I could see it. Trey Parker and Matt Stone being scrolls. Charlie, get that red thread out. We're going to do a new conspiracy theory and prove this motherfucker uh, true. Um, but in any case, that also got me into thinking, like, I love South Park. Let's go ahead and we'll we'll go down that rabbit hole. So the South Park Marvel movies to Marvel Comics to South Park. And now I have this realization. It's more of a thought because this has uh, I ruminated over this in the past. Trey Parker and Matt Stone have this ability. Well, actually, they have two abilities. Charlie and I would laugh about this often after we would catch the most recent South Park. Uh, we would talk to each other, and the conversation would always be, they're they're trying to get fired. They, they <laughs> want to get thrown off the air. They must have some secret clause in their contract. Um, they're, they're like, they're, they're obviously attempting to be banished 
like Napoleon. Well, they want to get banished to an island because, like, oh, we took over France again. Sorry about that. One day there's going to be a biopic about them, and no. it's going to make the fucking uh, oh god, who's the who's the radio guy? They made it. It's called basketball. <laughs> well, that's true Come too. On, bro. Who's who's the um, fuck? I not damn it, not Opie and Anthony, but the guy they always tried to fight against. Help me. He has curly Howard hair. Stern? Howard Stern. How he do you that... not remember Howard Stern's name? Because you Bob Bowie motherfucker. It's, you? it's been like a decade since he was relevant or funny. That's He's right. amazing. Coming for you, oh, Stern. Oh my god. Um, but remember his movie Private Howard, Parts. That was Charlie Rivera, not John Rivera. I love you. <laughs> There's gonna be a Private Parts style movie about Matt and Trey just being like, yeah, let's totally get whole countries to want to ban us. They are so goddamn funny. Oh man! They and they're they, they got give Winnie a fuck the less. Pooh canceled in China. Like they don't fuck around, bro. They Unbelievable! Don't around. And it's that sort of like those enormous balls. That's what makes them so good. Like they've had one season that I was like, oh, maybe it's like time to wrap it up. And then the season after, they were like, enjoy laughing your and bag off. And not even that, because there were people. Now, Charlie Town might have been under a particular uh, heavy gray cloud during that season, because I got news for you. Touché. They're all straight bangers as far as I'm concerned. But that all being said, there was one particular uh, episode and again, this was one of those similar situations. I'm like, oh, I'll just throw it on. And I've seen them all. 30 uh, episodes later. Yeah, I'm like, hee, hee, hee. So um, the focus actually was m- more so on a secondary character. And um, basically, the, the it was like a very meta episode. And it was like, you fucking four idiots. Don't you realize that you make all these terrible things happen to you? Like I, it's I, it's you're right. Terrible things happen to you, but also as well as copyright patent pending, Bobby Bob Bottle Service, Nick Grove. Um, also as well as you make this happen. Don't you understand? I don't know if you remember specifically, but it was it was the episode with the um, I think it's the Peruvian wind. Uh, instruments that like they used to be all of them, they always used to be in malls, and and, like people always just gather around, like, and they're like, Oh, buy, we've got one of five CDs you can buy, but like all five CDs, like, and they're like, There's somebody in the background, and it it always sounds exactly the fucking same. And um, again, it was just very meta, and there were like giant, fucking uh, not gophers, but there were giant, like, um. Some kind of giant rodents walking around. There was hell to pay in the episode, granted. <laughs> but that's actually what um, inspired my choice of my choice of uh, um, the the Mexican calendar uh, T-shirt today. But I realized that um, these guys they have their superpower again is not being fired. No matter what they do, they'll have giant fucking satellites coming out of butt cheeks and. Uh, they shit all over celebrities like to their face. They they do whatever they want to do. They shit on entire governments. But their superpower is that they get away with it. Yeah, right? so, 100% and they don't the they don't do it to shock. They don't do it to ooh, titillate. These fucking guys are the prime example of something that Charlie and I, mostly I, talk about on a constant basis. If you're telling a story, and I don't care if it's 
a comedy or a comic book or an action movie or a TV show or whatever the hell. It's a bedtime story, whatever. You're trying to talk yourself out of a, a speeding ticket, whatever, right? Every story that you tell, you should be telling for a reason. Yeah, ideally. Right? So they're not, they're not telling, no, not, not ideally, always, 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 always. When's the last time you told a story? Like all, literally all the time. Any when you fucking me story. Out. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, I wasn't listening to that one. Like, when's the last time you told a story that somebody listened to? I last week's episode, maybe. <laughs> all right, and you were doing that why? To 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 entertain and also to get people to join me in the celebration of Henry Cavill right. as right. fucking the Mama entertainment Cloud. was was a side effect. Correct. The entertainment was the was the uh, the the chocolate uh, coating. On top of the broccoli that you really wanted everybody to fucking ingest. So these guys, every episode, they're 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 giving us something of value. They're feeding us nutrients. And the funny thing about it is, they're it's so obscene and it's so ridiculous and it's so over the top that that shit sneaks in, bro. It sneaks in. They just recently did like the pandemic special and they, they did uh, an episode where like Cartman is kind of running around trying to avoid shots. And like these are, are not exactly thinly veiled references yeah. to what's going on around us. This last watch, couple of years were pretty overt. They were like, hey, PC principal, pay attention, dum dum. Um, yeah, no, they, they were pretty, they were, they were pretty, pretty in your face about certain things where like if you had to do a book report about like, well, what they were trying to teach me in this episode was like that that after the episode G.I. Joe slash He-Man moment. We're like, what did I learn today? That's what they're doing. That they just never stopped. I yeah, love it. and what's what's great about it, and it's and it is something you kind of you and I privately talk about a lot, is yeah. always just having a why. Like again, a, a cool visual is a side effect of a cool action beat, which is part of a narrative that we're trying desperately to say something. And sometimes it's just taking something that's commonly accepted and, and putting a spin on it and trying to show it from a different point of view. We, we talked about it last week uh, a bit or a couple weeks ago that by virtue of making a, uh, a character that's traditionally white a different color, that's some that's a tool used to kind of talk about uh to talk about perhaps race or at least ideally will be a way to talk about race in a unique you know, or new it's way a, it's a very good uh uh point again charlie i joke that i'm the segway machine charlie under that t-shirt he's got another t-shirt that says segway fucking master um so very, very recently, the, uh, the, the Tulsa massacre was in the news, right? We just had the anniversary literally like hours ago. And um, they were talking about like the aside to that was there are people, a good many people who have no idea what that is or, or what happened or for the fact is that it, that it was real because the most recent like reference to it came in a fucking superhero show in the Watchmen TV series uh, on HBO they make you know they don't just make reference of it it's like a it's a very integral part yeah. 
of the of the plot. But like that's one of those things where people who are not necessarily as educated in kind of like the the going ons of uh, of history that's that's not taught to us, uh, you know, ad nauseum, like uh, wait, that was that was real. That was the thing that actually happened. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, they even referenced it in um in the uh, uh in the fucking Chitulu series, uh whatchamacallit. But um, you know, again, that that that's that's yeah, the, the reason why like you have when you're telling a story, there's gotta be a reason why, and everything else around it is dressing. The fact that it entertains, the fact that it, you know, that that it's cool to look at the fact that it gives us water cooler conversation that's really bonus and that's one of the things we're like yeah you need that otherwise it's just a couple of dummies standing on a soapbox and i've heard this before and i'm sure you'd agree i've heard like in in reviews or uh kind of like the way that certain things have come in and even in like the mighty marvel has even had this like oh i feel like they're getting too preachy in a, in a universe that Captain America exists in, they were mad that Falcon and Winter Soldier was political. You know what well, I mean? Like, our our I amazing mad. I don't think mad is the proper term. It was like people blind to it. You know, people again, like to use the dinner to use the dinner analogy again. Analogy. Damn it! Um, you you got that's your what your plate. that's what your undershirt says. Yeah, it's my it's actually my underwears, but I don't want to show it off to the camera. Um. You know, people, it's like a self-serving. They they put on their plate what they're like, okay, this is what I'm going to have. And there's some, like, really tasty stuff. And there's some stuff that I know is good for me. And there's, like, also some corn. So, like, (laughs) shit pretty good. Um, But then, like, you sit down and you're like, this is my plate. This is what I'm comfortable with. And then if you feel like somebody comes over, looks at your plate, is like, nah, son, and just starts plopping down some more broccoli that you didn't ask for, you fucking get, like, yeah. Irritated. Not 100%. angry. I don't yeah, think yeah, it's yeah. angry. I feel like people are like, mm, I didn't really ask for this broccoli. But if you have somebody like Trey Parker and Matt Stone who come over, or Mel Brooks, like if you want to do like the OG version, Lesson. Comes over, it's like, here's some cheese sauce for that broccoli. And like, oh yeah, hook me up. I didn't even see the cheesy broccoli bits. Hook it up. And then they realize like, hmm, racism is bad. Or, well, or whatever, I, whatever I, the ultimate point is, you know, because it's love, not always about a racist thing. It's yeah, all well, kinds of well, issues. But, but also, like, I love our ball busting uh, chat because I love him to death. Because our boy Chris dropping in, trying to be hilarious that the <laughs> Ghostbuster ladies was an awesome <laughs> movie. Now, but actually, Chris, Chris stumbled. That comment was actually the funniest thing to do with the ghostbusters uh, the the 2016 ghostbusters at all but but sincerely <laughs> it, it's accidentally a fantastic addition so chris i appreciate your ball busting ways because that movie clearly set out at every turn outside of the film People had a fucking field day talking about like, there's a famous picture of the 2016 Ghostbusters production staff and it's a lot of ladies and fucking awesome. Awesome. I'm pro chicks doing shit. Make me more films. But that movie had nothing hidden. That, that soapbox was exclusively like, look, they're girls. Huh? Whereas you have something that when it's, I wouldn't know. I've never seen it. (laughs) When it fires. 
you just smart. When it fires on all cylinders, when Matt and Trey make a point for the most part, you leave knowing the point. When X-Men was created, which is clearly clearly a story about gay people trying to find like a new family together they're they're different and again it's not just gay it's anyone who's ever felt i was gonna say it's it's any it's any group that's been marginalized that's been pushed to the to the exterior and and you know you can you can really say that about most things that stan lee this is and i i profess i'm obviously u.s comics first but like I'm a DC guy and Charlie's yeah. my baby brother. Maybe just like he fell off of me and just started growing. I'm like an octopus. Like I, I lost a finger and it grew into a Charlie. I was at the a, twin at about you, 10 years old. I, I was the twin you thought you ate, but there was just enough of me left mm. that a bunch of years later I popped out. I've never had much of an appetite. That's what's that's the apps? It comes back, it comes back and haunts me. But um Stan Lee, you can never take away he is the fucking king because he conceived these characters and and you know if you look at when they were conceived a lot of them in the early 60s there was there was like social uh you know social um there were social movements you you turn around too fast you bump into another one there were all kinds of social things going on um you know be it civil rights be it uh you know women's rights be whatever the case uh, uh, ageism like there were all these things going on so yeah he has characters like the x-men uh he's got characters like peter parker who's like a kid uh, trying to operate in this like world of adults you know he's got characters like the fucking hulk who's like you know uh his ability so emotionally unstable well yeah you know look you know uh, don't you know people like that i know i do <laughs> your co-host is one don't, of those people don't you know people that live in your mirror that are exactly like that i so, will put so, on purple pants and i will fuck this place up so help me god i'll do it stanley you can you can you can put stanley in that same mel brooks uh trey parker matt stone uh school um you know the, well, the, but the what's, best what's... of them do it Without you realizing it. And then well, all of a sudden, it when it matters, that's when it bubbles up to the top. That's what's the what's what's point. really beautiful about it, and I've always for years as an easy talking point, is I am really the the sum total of a lot of outside elements. Obviously, there's there's you and dad and mom Don't and blame me, but I can't help it. But also there's like characters like and again. I, I mean it quite sincerely. He's one of my favorite fictional characters ever, but the Ninja Turtle Raphael is this always pissed character. But in the comics, in the cartoon, and in the movies, the common thread is motherfucker always gets over it. He always comes through in a clutch. He always admits when he's fucking wrong. And there's a weird... You know why, though? It's because... He's wrong? <laughs> First of all... Raphael has got the smallest turtle penis... Not you have ever if you sh- seen if nobody just, is that angry if all you, the time if you knew that there was no uh there was no chicks or fellas other than your siblings to get it on with you'd be pissed too just because leo's like i'm a fucking samurai asshole and mikey's too dumb to know he has a dick that's the size of his torso and donnie's pining over a human doesn't mean raf's wrong for being like this sucks First of all, Raphael dresses 
like a fucking flasher as it is. So you, to to tell me, oh, Raphael is the, like the more <laughs> God. Oh, he's got the flashing. I uh, know. No one, no one wants to see that, bro. Uh, um, you know, it's it's just it's what's you know, amazing uh, just about real quick, it. Is... Cousin Paul makes a really good point uh, in in chat. Uh, Paul says, you know, that he's always felt that Marvel was more relatable and groundbreaking in terms of social issues. And and you know what? You make a really good. You you could make a really good case for that, Paul. Um, I mean, lately though, things... I would say lately, going from the 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 age of Stan Lee, kind mm. of leading that conversation. Sure. Lately, it's been a little bit more, like the most recent South Park specials, where it's more overt. It's less uh, the subtext, and it's more like. Riri Williams is the new Iron Man. Isn't that great? She's young and black. Yeah, but that, and that's I, I, that's industry wide, though. Of course, and that's but... the thing. Like there are there are like ham fisted attempts all over the place right now of like re uh, like rejiggering the stats. Which look, you know, and and ham fisted is a term that I that I love using because it's so it's such a descriptively accurate term. Because what they're doing is actually, uh, um, it's a good thing, right? Yeah. It's a good thing. So Marvel, uh, and this 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 isn't exactly uh, the 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 conversation that I was originally having, but it's fine. It's fine. So Marvel came out recently with characters literally named Snowflake, yeah. and what was the other character? It was, it was Snowflake uh, and like some some other nonsense. Like it's it's woke. eluding me. But yeah, it, it was like, what it girl. really was, wolf, wolf it was cow. it was like um, it was like a, a, a two generations beyond those that they're writing about, trying to write about them. Yeah, you know, it, 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 like it, it, if if this was Mad Men, this would be a room full of Madison Avenue, uh, you know, wise guys sitting around trying to write copy for pantyhose or for lipstick you're like bitch what the what are, what are you doing trying to to be eloquent about a, a product that you have no knowledge about you don't you've never used them you, they're not for you why in the world would you even attempt to do that you're you're doomed for failure and and that that again ham-fisted approach that marvel took like oh look see we know what's going on like no yeah. drunk uncle <laughs> we, i the effort is appreciated, but you know what? This is why new blood is important. That girl, and, Carla, uh, down the road has a ding dong, but we don't mention it because it's a person too. I kind of think he's delicious. Uh, but like, damn. Yeah, but what kind of what bathroom are they gonna? Shut up, drunk uncle. Shut up. Nobody just, cares what you think. What What do you think though? Because there is a there is a, a group of people that that again mean well but but maybe don't see enough examples there are some people that feel like matt and trey specifically yeah. um or people like them shouldn't be the people talking about certain social issues now they've well, done it so long they're almost grandfathered in because they've been fighting those fights of of even something like um the prejudices based around black culture that's something they tackled with a character literally called token and that joke right. has been well, and will be funny for a million different reasons but here's throughout the, the show's run a, a a joke like that is actually way more sophisticated 
than that than that we give it credit for, like on, on a, like a, at a glance, because it's Who's not even history? so much <laughs> nice. It's not even so much talking about black culture or the black experience or any of those things. And you know why? Why? Because Matt Parker and and, and Trey they're not black. So for them to attempt to do that would be disingenuous and would in all likelihood fall on its fucking face. Rightfully so. Instead, they approached it from like the 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 white, uh, somewhat entitled perspective, and they're like, this is what we do, like their camp, right? So sometimes you have to talk for your team. Yeah. Right, for lack of a better term, like that's the camp that they were in, that they were born into. No choice of their own. No, no, nothing that they did, like you know, uh, cornered them in a certain way. They speak in their authentic voice. What they're giving us are their opinions. Now, I happen to agree with like ninety nine point nine percent of their opinions, and a hundred percent of the time, it is funny as hell to me. Anyone who's ever worked with me. For like five minutes, knows if you if you're catching a cup of coffee and I'm in the room and I start a conversation with, did you see South Park or did you see Family Guy? Like you know, if this was like 10, 15 years ago, just start easing out of the room slowly because I'm not gonna stop. I will have given you a breakdown beat by fucking beat to the episode where if you hadn't seen it, don't watch it. Like save yourself the half hour and the commercial time. You no longer need to watch it. I would have given it to you. Like, you could take the test. Oh, that is amazing. And we get the wrap it up alarm <laughs> back after a long uh, hiatus. Uh, fantastic. My brother, uh, I think it's very important to talk in authentic voices. And my authentic voice wants to make some money. And this show would be impossible. <laughs> oh, without, that's the realest shit Charlie's ever said. With our wonderful, wonderful sponsors, including one of my absolute favorite, favorite bands. And that, of course, is Bad Mary. You can find them online at badmary.com. You can find them on all the important social medias over at Bad Mary Band. You can hear them on every every single streaming service and in my opinion because i just said it money's the most important thing you can support <laughs> them financially the only color that matters green. <laughs> green you can support them financially over on patreon.com forward slash bad mary so make sure you do it suckers you need tunage bad mary should be that tunage damn straight and when you need a little bit of entertainment that comes from the other direction go ahead over to face book gaming and do yourself a favor check out sergeant finesse two streams a day outstanding gaming content supporter games giveaways contests do not be a sucker check him out today you can actually find him on facebook gaming and don't tell anybody i told you this but you can even find him on twitch because he's playing wow like a monster lately uh but do do me a favor either way throw him a like a follow consider becoming a supporter if you need a pick me up do yourself a favor Follow the right rabbit over to sneakenergy.com. Use code Sarge at checkout there. If you're looking for some fresh new gear, ooh, the mind's got it wrong, but eventually the world will end. Go ahead over to geeksunleashed.com. Use code Sarge. When the Sarge is on deck, you salute GG, son. Charlie. Uh, yes? What else are you thinking about this week? Oh, baby, my dear brother, I want you to start my time because I got thoughts. Beep. 
There it is. Uh, I didn't you press anything. There's no button. It's, it's true. It's totally fake, guys. This is all make believe. Uh, also, I want to give a special shout out to our comment section over here on Facebook.com forward slash US Comics HQ and our YouTube, US Comics HQ, also as well as. Um, they threw out, you mentioned that you're like an octopus regrowing parts. They want you to know that that's a starfish, my dear, dear, delicious brother. Tell them to shove that up there, starfish, all right? Nobody asked. <laughs> Nobody corrects me. Nobody. No, not on his damn show, ladies and germs. <laughs> uh, so, John, what is your favorite number? What's your like, favorite number? Like, from, from like, like one to infinity? One or to like, infinity. What, what is your like favorite number? deck of cards. You have, you have all the numbers in the world, my friend. I'm going to go with number 21, Roberto Clemente. Respect. Number 21, a wonderful number, which is preceded by what number? 20? Oh, yeah. What's it Don't followed test my by? my math skills in life. What's, what's, what? It goes 20, 21. And 22, then... like this episode. Wrong. It goes all the way back to goddamn one, like it's going from season to season because Action Comics and Detective Comics, which is well within, well in the thousands, are going back to one volume, one because it's not mean enough in comic books to have like thirty-seven. My favorite number, thirty-seven Daredevil number ones. Here comes Daredevil. Here goes Daredevil. There was Daredevil. Daredevil doesn't pay alimony. You sons of bitches, stop just calling it fucking action comics. If you want to renumber it, it the, 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 issue 1037 starts volume one of Action Comics again. How fucking dare you? Why? I because no, no, I have a reason, John. The Why? people have a reason. The theory is the theory is people like number ones, they like to jump in. It's why the comic books for so long have felt the need to be like. Brand new number one, because we're assholes. Yeah, we're restarting, only this time it's not even a fucking restart. They're still going, except also as well as they're starting again and again. Is it the, the title that is like a, a new title? Or they're just like... No, no, Action Comics. You know Action Comics. Haven't they heard of, of uh, uh, Decimal Points? So How that's fucking... what we can do, Chapter 2. Come on, if you're going to steal from us... Do it right. Like, uh, I'm just giving away these great ideas. Drives me insane. Action Comics and Detective Comics go back to Volume 1. And again, the logic is people don't want to jump in halfway. And it had me thinking about what we were just talking about, which was like this notion of what should DC do? How do you, should you restart? Should you not? And it, and it made me realize something that I think is going to be really uncomfortable for a lot of people, oh, hopefully boy. not for a while, but the same way that we had to endure like electric Superman and then new Superman number one, and then the new 52 and then post-crisis and then pre post-crisis. At least those were new titles though. Those were at, new books. At least, but it had me starting to think when we were talking before about Marvel, specifically yeah. the cinematic universe, the movies have had some, dealings with this like we had fantastic four then we were like fuck that fantastic four huh and then we were like nah, i don't know that guy should be captain america though and then we said then we said, then we said like fantastic what fours. if it was a horror movie but halfway through uh early production we get scared and we make it this just terrible piece of shit except we didn't get scared of like because it was a horror movie 
Because that would have been at least a good horror yeah, it movie. Been, no, like, we got scared because it sucked balls. Uh, and not the fun way. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I can't help but smile at our comment section. The the preferred uh, settings. You guys can vote. Uh, BlizzXX letting us know that Johnny has the better set. And mine's just controlled chaos. But given both love, we love you right back. But uh, here's my big, here, the mind-blowing thing. At some point, people aren't going to be excited about that new number one. Right now, the new like right now. Well, the new <laughs> Fantastic Four is promised to us, and I personally, I'm excited. I'm like, okay, they've done so much right. Can you please, please launch you're talking about. cinematically? Can you please oh, yeah. launch the Fantastic, the the first family of Marvel? Please give me something that I want to. But one day, it may Paul not be. <laughs> it, may, it may not be a decade from now. It might be 15. At some point, they're going to say, we're starting the Marvel Cinematic Universe over. Here's your new Tony Stark, ladies and gentlemen. We're doing the first one. Remember where he like gets shit in his chest and he builds a suit? That's going to happen. I do mm -hmm. not see the writing on the wall where this train gets to go on forever. There's I think already Favreau would put on his... Heavy armor, ba, his heavy ba, mando armor. Like, ba, ba, ba. This is not the way. I don't. I don't know. Man. I hate that's, to. I, I hate to envision to it. But one day we could be in a world where where Favro, uh, where where Favro jumps ship, which part of me would be like, Hey, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, how about you hire people we know are good? Um, there is well, this. Like you, you, you don't start over. It's like it's like turning around and changing direction. We're like we were go. We were getting where we we're going. You're like nah, son. I need some chips. And we need to gas the uh, gas up. And uh, you know, I think we're gonna take the other route. Forget about GPS. You I mean, but honestly, is that just a fear for? Do you think that they're gonna? Here's the thing. Here's my thinking. Yeah. Because I was like, has anyone just kept fucking going? And Rocky, right, has been going on a long time. They're now doubling back. And he's like, how about Rocky 3 again? Or Rocky 4, rather. Uh, we're yeah. going to get that fucking robot out of here. Yeah, and I'm all for a director's cut. cut. You can't include that. That's like, Sure. That's like uh, as an aside. So then you get to Star Wars, where you're like, well, Star Wars is still going. Star Wars has been fucking around sure. forever. Star Wars does not have 30 films under its belt. Like, at lot, some though. point, are you going to do, like, old man Spider-Man? Like, I'm not talking about just recasting. I'm saying, do you think, do you really think that there's a world in which when we're old and gray and and there's maybe there's little Johns running around or something, um, and no, I don't mean Robin Hood's best friend, um, are we going to, to still be like, this shit started when I was fucking younger? Uh, or I just don't see it happening. People are already pissed scared of Eternals. They're like, they're going too weird. At some point, are people not going to miss Steve Rogers, Tony Stark, Peter Parker? Because at some point, I think we're going to grow out of all of it. And it's kind of unprecedented. Well, well, again, Star Wars is, is probably the best example. I think you touched on that already. Because look what Star Wars is doing. So you have like the Skywalker saga of films. But also, as well as you have, I, as as much as it pains me to say, take the uh, the expanded Star Wars universe the books gave us, and I don't want to 
Don't throw them away. I love Put them, them up so on the much. shelf. I mean, there are some some there are some gems in there, but they've established like, look, that's not canon, right? We're talking about canon in this case, but they're they are giving us they're tacking on to the canon and they're doing the in between shots. Now, the the way that they're doing it, they're doing it between animated series and they're doing it extended live action series now, which is like unfreaking believable. But they're doing it in comic books. Like I've said it uh, here before, and I'll say it again. Boba Fett to me was a bitch. <laughs> he was a, I will crack him open like a tuna can level. Can't do shit right. Arr, he's valuable to me. Yeah, well, too bad you suck at your job, Boba Fett. Like he was a punk bitch. And I know I'm making several enemies, and I apologize for that. I'll apologize to you in person shortly. But. I'll say this. Dad bod Boba Pri- yeah. is the fucking prior, man. Prior to his starring turn in the Mando season two, he got a redemption. Like basically Boba was on Tosh.0 and he got a redemption. He's like, all right, Afro Ninja, are you ready to try it again? They gave Boba a glow up in the comic book series. They fuck. I'm like, oh shit, Boba did this. Oh shit. Boba did that. Oh, Boba narked about this, that, and the other thing. Oh, he really got this guy or that gal. So, so Boba, he he got the they they boom, pop, uh, pushed out the dent in his melon and they shined up his armor real nice and they put him right back up in the forefront. I'm like, I don't even care if you got a rocket that fires. I want that toy. Like for me, that's how they did it, and they did it with these in between little wedges you of bring entertainment. up you bring so up a I really good that, point though i think that they absolutely can do that in the but, marvel world but boba fett yeah. left for you and for me and for some people and a sarlacc. lot a lot to be desired <laughs> and empty stomach now for poor sarlacc i feel <laughs> bad like, for the yeah. I'm fucking starving. i live in the desert motherfucker <laughs> they don't um, do, they don't do grubhub out here Tatooine desert motherfucker. It's a long time ago. <laughs> um, my my question is, could you get away with that yeah. for eventually they're going to want some Iron Man money? I really do. Sure. I, I can't shake that. So would you accept What's another actor in a, in a prequel? Or are you fully you fully believe that we're going to get to live to be in live world? action, especially nowadays? That's a good point too. You don't think that there would be any desire for people to be like, yeah, but now technology's better. I just feel like the money people yeah. are going to force their hand. I have very little reason to believe that they won't ruin a good thing. Uh, or it's it's a multi it's a multifaceted situation because there's a lot of the possibilities, right? A lot so of variables. Like, I can see a scenario where worst case scenario we'll, we'll we'll go down this route yes worst case scenario the current phases that are in development or have been sitting on a covid uh, a dusty shelf waiting to be released uh um they don't do as well as expected or as things had been done prior there's a girl in this movie kill it with fire so they say oh well now we've got the green light. Almost like there are some people there rubbing their hands together, like maniacally villain style. Like, oh, we get to start over again. Um, but it would require such a fundamental 
failure in uh in revenue yeah. like it would have to be one that's of those, a good like, point well, too it doesn't it doesn't pay like we're it's costing us more than the the quadrillions that we're going to make off of it and i don't see that happening especially now that they've got this like you know it's like they get the first taste for free and then you come back i'm here for some more marvel baby um it no it really has I, I become so. a weird even standard. the exterior stuff is benefiting shit that marvel didn't make is benefiting by association i'm looking at you sony i'm looking at you universal so so i don't think that that's a a realistic concern more to the point and and you broached the subject earlier so i'll give you credit yeah stealing the point damn it uh they have the the dr strange is opening up a door the same door that flashes assumably uh opening up for dc where they're saying like hey elephant in the room we know that you saw these other flicks or this other content we know it's like you meet the you know in our case the most beautiful woman in the world and you're like i know i'm not your first i i get it but you don't talk about it you just leave it the fuck alone so um what marvel is doing was it just speaks to i'm a just speaking my personal of, opinion Look, of oh, so i got plans at 9 30 so we gotta wrap the show up that's my point so my point is this <laughs> dr strange again just for marvel dr strange is now opening this door where he's saying like look we can we can point so all these other things that have existed, we can have 42 Spider-Man and 19 Gwen Stacy's and like maybe we're just going to keep the Fantastic Four. Like, honestly, I that's a moment. Dude, I'm like petrified, nine... but so want it to happen. Uh, give me Chris Evans. I'm going to say this. It's like talking about a perfect game while it's happening. I don't want to be the asshole that makes it not happen. Almost says this. If we get Chris Evans... In an upcoming Marvel movie, I don't know. There are some ones that are talking about multiverses. I don't know. But we get a Chris Evans appearance, and he's not playing Captain America? That's who you are. If we get a Chris Evans Marvel appearance not playing Captain America, I'm going to stand up in the theater and be like, I fucking told you so. I cannot get out of my head. I cannot get out of my head. You see America's ass. Spider-Man gets thrown through a building. (laughs) Are you okay? Fucking DeGrom is like eight and a third. Perfect. He's throwing straight fire. Nobody's even gotten a a hard foul off of him. And Charlie's going to stand up in the fucking first balcony and be like hey you a perfect game <laughs> fucking charlie shut up sorry i can't i can't i refuse on this side of the fucking of the of the stadium stand you your mic Say that like, guy. the lip readers can uh i'm not saying lip that, readers can get it i'm not saying that they're gonna do it but in my mind the fantasy booking because all mm. fantasy booking is safe the fantasy booking is you see like a you see like spider-man go through a building it. You see America's ass. Peter jumps up and <laughs> Peter jumps up and he goes like he grabs him, <sighs> spins him around. We see Chris Evans, his beautiful face. 
And he just says something along the lines of like, oh my God, I'm so glad it's you. You have to help me. Fucking the lizard's eating my baby. And this motherfucker yells flame on. I will shit my pants. Folks, I will shit my pants. We often pants. talk about what's happening behind the scenes at US Comics. And clearly that Charlie and I are the two-headed monster at its head. <laughs> We've never clearly established roles, like who does what. This episode 22 of Chapter 2, U.S. Comics Cast, Charlie has uh, clearly shown us who is writing the dialogue. There is not uh, to totally, Charlie, not to totally expose like, us. In, in the fucking playground on the slide, he's like, and then, and then he turns him around. And then he also just, says as well as. Just for the record, this piece of shit, CEO of the company, every week <laughs> we talk about show titles and the bios for them and this asshole insists upon asking me it's not even the fucking proper word it's not a proper sentence he just writes ideas question mark no motherfucker i don't have any ideas this is what i do i talk on this bullshit i fucking produce the show i edit shit i put together hype videos i'm on insta goddamn gram i do not write for this product why do you insist upon asking me if i suddenly develop the fucking wordsmith shit charlie's like reed richards he's like oh hey uh hey thing can you stretch your fucking arm across the room and grab the remote no reed i can't oh, okay i'll do it Beep. yeah i do that every once in a while so what son of a bitch Look, it is, no, I, I think it is Marvel wildly has unfair. Literally, uh, literally, they have, you know, they have a, 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 a you know, a, the the drawing board is completely blank. They can take their extended universe anywhere that they want to go. Matter of fact, now that they've they opened up a, um, a storytelling venue that who could have seen coming even two three years ago with their TV series. Originally, I thought, man, like I understand that Disney Plus needs content, but the Marvel series, they're not gonna be standalone. You're not gonna go back and like, oh, let me let me watch the first season of this. And and some of these series might not even ha have numbered series. It's like, no, there that was that, and we're moving on. Although that content, John thought, it are just gonna be bridges to the next thing. The next time we're gonna see these characters, wrong, wrong. Like my man Charlie Murphy said, wrong. So no, that these things are completely viable, entertaining uh, vehicles that absolutely do stand on their own two feet. The fact that they simultaneously carry us over, that they continue this narrative, I think is pretty fucking brilliant. And 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 granted, it ain't Shakespeare. And there are some Marvel movies that are head and <laughs> shoulders above other marvel movies like it's not like a universal some of oh, them it's a marvel movie a few of those fuckers <laughs> i wrote i'm like it's ant-man where he get little and then the next one he gonna get big uh some of those ant-man uh ant names could have come from the mind of charlie but like i'm gonna call this one anthony paul rudd you son of a bitch um 
No, no. In, in oh. all seriousness, though, I think some of them are absolutely far, far superior than others, and they have more replayability. Man. But the entire narrative is going in one direction. So, yeah, I think that you can jump in and tell, like, these little – use the Star Wars model – and kind of plug and play. And also, when you're opening up this multiverse thing, there are certain the what ifs. I'm really excited. Oh for my god! Yeah, I'm super excited for the. And they're gonna open up like what if? What if? Uh, um, Agent Carter, like her turn with the shield. What if that becomes like? I need to see more of that. Well, that's, you know, you bring up a good point, and I got to shout out again to Paul, because talking about fucking fan fiction, if if Paul says in our chat over on our YouTube channel, if they are both enjoying multiverses, then perhaps Marvel and DC's cinematic universes can cross over. Holy shit. Now, let me just explore this as time runs out. The fucking, the comics did it. So there is. did it. I've done it more than fucking lutely a chance and the fact that it's never occurred to me that at some point five years two years ten years from now it might just be like hey guys there's a rumor that fucking you know again if it was going to break john's heart it would be tom welling but let's say it's henry cavill henry cavill is going to be in a a dc property and then that motherfucker shows up like in the spider-man universe to smack peter around holy fucking shit the idea of of that famous one of the most famous crossovers and it's like spider-man versus superman and and again there's going to be a billion people that that hear this or see it, and they're gonna go like, bah, fuck off, never gonna happen. Never gonna happen. We've never fucking, and we've, and we've seen it. Like, I literally started this topic dreading the next 15 years, but the truth is, if that money started to dry up even a little, or if the right person wound up, Henry Cavill gets signed to play Supreme, uh, for for image and then Marvel wants a little bit of that that Henry Cavill action so he plays whoever the fuck and what suddenly if Henry Cavill plays every Superman oh. like oh. analog character. Holy we shit. have fucking a new fly in and we have Henry Cavill in black. Nope, that's a bad idea. Uh, let's not do Charlie all. Just got canceled let's, not do, let's not do all of them. Uh, just a lot of them. You know, but, uh, you know, more than anything else, it just it speaks to. And again, this this wasn't really where I thought this was going to go, but ultimately it does speak to the future potential being great. Like there is very much a chance you they can go anywhere they want. If if Disney was as smart as they have been in the last decade or so, they need they kind of needed this what if brand to to test the waters on things. Because if you do, what if uh, Deadpool was a founding member of the X-Men and suddenly everyone's like, holy shit, we we knew we wanted this Wolverine and Deadpool thing and I would argue that, like, you know, Ryan Reynolds isn't going to want to get into ridiculous shape forever. And with Deadpool, it's easier. You have a stuntman doing all the hard part. You have him making him, jokes. Batista's always like, I- I'm not taking my shirt off anymore. I'm 100 years old. Leave God, me alone. God bless Dave that he was like, you know what sounds great? Not fucking being half naked on screen <laughs> forever. I'm fucking super rich. Come on, Dave. Man up. You're wearing paint. 
I disagree. Dave spent years entertaining me in like booty shorts, and then he painted himself up. Respect. Uh, Leviathan is a founding member of my squad, son. So don't, that's don't true. talk to me about Dave. That's that's N sixty four no mercy shit right there. Leviathan is part of John's vanguard. One of the best ideas that's not real, but in my head, fucking totally exists. My there's an me- alternate universe. There's an alternate reality where that actually happened. My meandering point is just like <laughs> the possibility when you take into account not all of it has to be live action or the the multiverse or all of it. Like you really, I mean, just the multiverse allows for that weird time displacement shit, but in a fun way. Because I, unless your whole shit's about time travel, I didn't like when they did in the Marvel movies, but the multiverse, a whole different fucking beast. It's a I whole mean, the, different the, beast. And it's an awesome travel, one. We, we've made this point before, and actually the Marvel time travel uh, plot point really illustrates it beautifully. They're like, oh, let, let's travel to a point where like three of the stones are in New York right now in the same... Or you fucking go like the day after Thanos snaps and they're together! <laughs> yeah, you can go wherever you want, guys. Fuck. <coughs> <coughs> Oh, God, John, you would be that member of the Avengers the rest hated because you would just be like, listen here, fuckbag. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. Nobody wants a sarcastic Avenger. Nobody. Disagree. John the Avenger is in my multiverse. For my dear brother, the fucking man, the myth, the legend, the Ayatollah of Podcast (laughs) Roller. He is your CEO of US Comics. He is the greatest big brother in all the multiverse. He is John Rivera. I, of course, am the other co-host of the COO. I am Charlie Rivera, and we couldn't do anything. He's also a guy. We couldn't do this, but I also exist. We couldn't do any of this without you guys commenting, subscribing, hitting that like button, hitting that share button. Follow us on all social media. Join in. Look at our old posts. Look at our old character designs. Before you know it, it's going to be time that we're going to be asking for a lot more than this easy shit. So do it now. But my dear brother, there is only one way that we end this and every episode in this universe and all of the others. And how is it? How can the people Oh, it know? is so, so simple. First, you got to turn the power on. Then you got to turn the volume up. Then you got to tune Bad Mary in. Open up the window wide and scream out into the night sky. Save Miss Space Girl. We are.